Look How Sane and Linear We Are Being is a non-profit Homestuck fan analysis podcast and is not affiliated with Andrew Hussey or any of Homestuck's official entities. Please remember to support the release of its books and merchandise whenever possible. Feel free to read along with us. If you have epilepsy or any other light-sensitive disabilities or disorders, we suggest you stick to the audio. We have free audio transcriptions for this podcast linked in the episode description if you wish to read instead of listen. Both Elizabeths are trained writers and editors, so we're going to have some opinions about the construction of the story. These opinions may be different from yours, but we're not attacking the comic, just offering suggestions. This show is not safe for work, and if you're a minor, we ask that you wait to listen until you are old enough to be shipped off of Alternia to serve her imperious condescension. It's time to go to hell. Hi, and welcome to Look How Sane and Linear We Are Being, a Homestuck fan cast in the year of our Lord 2019. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm also Elizabeth. And Elizabeth, it's almost time for us to not be saying 2019. Oh god, you're right. We've only got one more episode after this. (sighs) And then it will be 2020. Yeah, in the year of our Lord 2020. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah, Guy Fieri, 2020. No. You don't think you don't think Guy Fieri would make a good president? I think he would. I think that his skills are better used outside of the executive branch. What, and in the kitchen? Yes. Oh, you're right, because he is a chef. He is a chef. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth. Yes. We saw your your darling dear Kanaya today. We did. We saw a we lot did. of her, actually. So much. <sighs> Does she live up to your expectations? Is she? Did she? Was she a complete and total flop? No, she was amazing, and I love her still and always. Oh, that's so sweet. Even when she like cut open her mom's stomach and took her like ovaries out. You know, it happens. Yeah, I I do that to my mom all the time. (laughs) You know, when your mom is a giant dead bug. Yeah, that's my entire relationship with my mother. Yeah, exactly. So you understand. Yes, of course. You you still like Kanaya, huh? Yes. Cool. Even when she, like tasted her own blood because she, like, really wanted to be a vampire (laughs) and was like, oh, maybe just one little taste to see what I think of it. It was so good. She's she's just, like, a dumb kid, and I love her. She's just (laughs) like, maybe if I just taste this blood, then I will become a vampire. Oh, no, never mind. It tastes gross. Um, Elizabeth, it's called a rainbow drinker, you you slug. Wait. Actually, I think I was probably using the high blood word for it. (laughs) That can't be your excuse every time, you bitch. Yes, it can. Try me. (laughs) No, but Kanaya's, she's interesting. She's apparently the only troll that likes fashion. Because everybody else thinks it's dumb. 
Yeah, and so she has her wardrobe set to a randomizer. Um, I'm sorry, Elizabeth, this is called a wardrobe-a-fire? Wardrobe-a-fire, yes. Jade also had one. She does! Jade and Kanaya seem to have some of the same same technology, which is interesting since Kanaya does have Jade blood, and then Jade is called Jade. I did not even fucking think of that. That's <laughs> hilarious. I love it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that so much more now. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh-huh. So, okay, there's like two branching paths we can talk about right now. Do you want to talk about, like, the two new characters that we had conversations with? Or do you want to talk about the game FAQs guide that Kanaya has been reading? I want to talk about a realization that I just had that I am... Uh, uh, is Beck a Lucis? Does Jade have a Lucis? Anyway, there's two things we can talk about. <laughs> And we can talk about the two new characters that, you know, we had a conversation with, or we can talk about- Think about this before. It's so obvious. Oh my gosh. Baxel loses. That makes so much sense. That- that Jade has been raised like a troll. Like- (sighs) Anyway, you've got two options for things you can talk about right now. And that's, like, the two <laughs> new characters that we had conversations with, or the Game FAQs post that Kanai has been reading. Yes, we'll uh, talk about both both of those in, in time. We can start with the, the Game FAQs, I suppose. I'm just very distracted right now. Anyway, you've got two options? Yes, I chose one of the options! Shut up! I think Kanaya's like... I, for lack of a better word, fangirling over this game FAQ's author is just very adorable. Yes, exactly. And she's like imagining what it was like and oh, what this tentacle therapist must have been like. And it's very cute. I was delighted. It kind of seems like Kanaya has a little bit of a crush. It does. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree. Oh, man. Like, tentacle therapist is so great. And, like, she, like I, I hope that her session was, like, fine. And also, this is what I think of her and my... How she's, like, envisioning Rose. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's like, Rose, except as a troll. Yeah, okay, Kanaya, you've got a, maybe a little bit of a crush. That's Rose's troll soda. Oh my god, you're right. Did you notice on... On Troll Rose's shirt, she has, like, the, the stupid signature that she put on the bottom of that game FAQs page. <laughs> yeah. Kanai is just very cute. That energy she has. The energy, yeah. She's just... <sighs> I love reading her parts of the pastor logs so much. She was, like, a little savage this time. Oh, she super was. I mean, she always is, but, like, it came out a little stronger. When <laughs> when she was talking to Briska about, like, being nice to Tavros. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you better put some ramps near his house. I did. Well, he didn't say that. Uh, I'm gonna throw this whole toilet over your head unless you do it. Oh, no, I'm not really used to this game yet. I might just slip up and do it. Oh, no, and Fisk's like, ah, no, 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 okay, fine. Kanaya's like the only natural predator of Riska. Yeah, well, let's talk about that since apparently they're 
some maybe who knows Kanaya doesn't really seem to want this to be true uh Moirails. yeah so I don't know if you've noticed Elizabeth but Kanaya's a little bit of a slut I will not have you talking about my daughter that way you take that back Mm, she's always being, like, very pale to others, and, like, ooh, not even knocking down one single Moirail. That one guy that we're gonna talk about in a minute is talking about how she's, like, hospitizing everybody? A little slutty. <coughs> Wink wonk. It's probably because her mom's a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> you have to bring that up every single whole episode it's low-hanging fruit yeah you're, yeah you're you know yeah you're right but still no i don't know what all of that quite means yet no ideas at all i mean you know i figured out some of it clearly because there's the moivel is the white diamond it's actually more of a pink diamond you scrub lord uh, sure. That just goes to show that you're still a bigger homestuck than I am. Not true, because you did read this comic in your free time for pleasure in between these last two reading sessions, so let's just put that out into public domain. I did reread Act 5, because I didn't remember anything that happened in the beginning of it, and it turned out that I was good to because then I remembered a whole bunch of stuff and made some co- more connections. And anyway, I'm a good podcaster. That's you all. You did send me lots of screenshots of things that you thought were really cute that people were doing. And like, oh, I loved it when this character did this thing. I was making notes for later analysis. Notes, you say? Yeah, notes for later analysis. Mm. Do you do you have those notes on hand? Yes, I actually just sent some to you earlier about how I was thinking that the way Vriska acts with Aradia, the way she acts with Kanaya are very similar, which is really interesting. And I think it actually has have to do with what we're talking about right now in terms of, like, Kanaya's relationships. So, uh, suck it. Was that, like, right after you just sent me a screenshot of Aradia burning Vriska and it just says, get her, Aradia? <laughs> okay, all right. Or was it before the time when you were, like, calling out Tavros for being a bad rapper and also calling him <laughs> your sweet little boy? <laughs> Okay, listen. (laughs) I'm listening. You're the one not coming up with an explanation for all that. Maybe I was rereading some of Act 5, and maybe I was enjoying it. And maybe I was enjoying the early parts more than I did the first time through, because of all of the things I know now. What's this part where you're, like, talking about how much you love Nepeta and Terezi's friendship? Yeah, I do, actually. Ha! <laughs> I do. There is a lot of Terezi praise here, actually, so one of us. Yeah, well, she's she's great. Anyway, what were you we talking about before I put you back in your fucking place where you belong? Kanaya's, a uh, the- Sluttiness. No, more in general, the, the quadrants. Yes. So her sluttiness. 
no. Um, uh, shut up. <laughs> the diamond is the Moywell one. We know of one confirmed. You say Moywelligence? I think I'm going to go with Moywelligence. That's fine. I'm going to keep going with Moywelligence just because that's what I've been saying my whole life. Yeah, that's fair. You have been reading Homestuck for a very long time. Yes. Yeah. We know one pair of confirmed Moywells, which was Nepeta and Equius because of Nepeta's little wall list. And we know of, we no, we actually know two confirmed Moywells because there was the one guy that was talking about being in the Moyrail zone. <laughs> yes, that's true. I hated that. <laughs> We'll talk about him after the minigame, probably, because I don't want to talk about him. Yeah, no, I don't either. I don't like him, and neither does Kanaya, I think. Yeah, so those two, and then a possibility is with Kanaya and Riska. Yes. Yeah, but Kanaya doesn't seem to like that. I would not blame her. Yeah, I don't either. What if we weren't Moywells, though, because she sucks, basically? I feel like Kanaya deserves a better Moyrail. Exactly. I don't feel like she would probably be getting any kind of support from Friska at all. Not that Nepeta gets any from Equius, but, you know. I am curious, what do you, Elizabeth, as a human think a Moyrailigence is? What do you get out of it? What What are your duties? That's a weird way to describe a relationship, but yeah. So this was one like term that I had heard going into Homestuck. So it's sort of been explained a couple different ways to me already. I hadn't really heard of any of the other three quadrant terms, but I had sort of heard of this one. And it's sort of like, a little bit like queer platonic partnership. Just saying friendship doesn't seem like that's that's not really quite right. Would you say that's accurate? It is a type of romance. It's not just your whole run-in-the-mill friendship. And back in the day, I didn't know what a queer platonic partnership was. So I was just like, whatever. You know, this is just like friendship plus, I guess. <laughs> No, it is like a completely different relationship. I feel like it, like, that's a pretty good human equivalent to it. There are some, still a bunch of differences, but if you want to get, like, close, then that's probably the closest you're gonna get. Right. Mostly the only differences are in, like, like, Moirails are basically, like, also your therapist, I guess. Yeah, well, they don't seem to be doing a very good job at that. If they're Equius, for example. Uh, Nepeta deserves better 2K19. People are going to yell at you for that. Let them. I'm right. Yeah, I do think you are right, too. But I'm just going to tell you, people are going to yell at you on Twitter for that. Eh, people have yelled at me on Twitter for worse things. It seems like you have a certain level of responsibility over your Moirel and their actions. And we've seen that... A surface in a couple different ways so far. At least this is my interpretation, because Equius seems to consider it to be, and and I don't know exactly if this is because he and Epidaur are Moyrails or because that's just what he's like. 
but he, I mean, he's very controlling of her actions and he seems to think he has some sort of responsibility to guide her to do the quote unquote right thing. And Kanaya also seems to be acting a little bit like that with Friska, except obviously instead of, you know, manipulating her and outright telling her, no, don't talk to these people, don't talk like this, in the nasty, classist way that Equius is, she is like, yo, what the fuck, cut it out, build Tavros some ramps, or I'm gonna I dump this her. toilet on your head. <laughs> so, I think Kanaya is always meant to like she's the the example that people should be following necessarily with Moira allegiance but you know trolls aren't very good at social anything yeah that's not how it happens now we didn't hear a lot about it but we did kind of get hint that there is something past Moira allegiance probably yeah yes because if there is a Moira zone there's something farther past it. Or at least different. Because as Moirail's like, you're not going to be banging your Moirail. That's just not how it works. Right, it's a, it's a platonic partnership. It is a, a platonic relationship. Yeah. You know, you, you love them, but it is not it is not like that. Yeah, in the most literal sense of platonic. So there is something else. Yeah, there, there's fucking. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, and you know what I mean. <laughs> they are 13. No, I'm talking about just trolls in general. I'm not talking about them specifically. Well, they were talking about them specifically. Yeah, they were. But we were talking about troll romance. True, yes. They were talking about the different colors and the red... And is that the red one? Yeah. You know, like, because okay. pink is like the watered down version of red, which is the watered down version of hate, apparently. Yeah. So, like, you think that the, the, the red one is love? Um, more or less. Hmm. Interesting. Like, the black one is the other one. Oh, hate, yeah. Yeah, the, the hate one. Kismetitude. Yeah, kismetitude. Could not be how that's pronounced. I don't give a shit, personally. Yeah, who cares? But that's the Aradia and Equius one. We hope. Right? <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's that. So there are two others, and yeah. Like us? Us? Elizabeth, can I tell you a secret? Huh. I've been talking about Homestuck to my friends and everybody for like years. We never say the word out loud. It's nope, 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 no, 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 don't even try it. Well, this is a podcast, so unfortunately, I don't think there's any way around it. Um, I mean, there is a way around it, and and that's just not talking about it. But we are on a podcast, so we kind of can't do that. 
can, because there's so many other wonderful things we can talk about that happened in this particular session, and I bet we can get to those after the minigame. We sure can. Welcome to the most hardcore part of the podcast. It's the mid-episode minigame. I'm the Game Girl, sent here from the Game Girl Magazine headquarters and all its legal affiliates, here to put the girl in guerrilla marketing. Uh, hi. Hi. I wasn't expecting you. Well, didn't your agents talk to my agents and tell you that this was all going to go down? Um, no, this is, this is completely unexpected. See, usually what happens is that an alien version of my dear friend Liz appears and shoves her into a closet. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen today, because all I did was let Liz go play Luigi's Mansion 3 in the other room, because she's such a game girl and I'm such a game girl, so, um, you know, we're going to play some games today. Oh, wow. This is great. You know, you're a lot nicer than Troll is. Yeah. So the rules about playing games with Game Girl is that there's no boys allowed because I could beat all of them at any game. And it's just not worth it for them to be here. Yeah. Yes. I mean, sounds good. No boys. No, no, no. Yeah. And you know, for this time, I think maybe we need to shift metal gears. This game, girl, is too epic for something called a mini-game. That's for noobs, and you know I'm elite to the max. So, no no mini-game? A mega-game? Well, I wouldn't really call it a game. Usually I play games, but today, it's almost the end of the year, and you know what that means. What does it mean? It means it's almost time for the game of the year. Elizabeth. I hope you had your parents call the toll-free number on our advertisements on Nickelodeon.com to subscribe to the Game Girl magazine, because that means you've been all caught up on this year's hottest games. And, since it's December, I need help compiling my Game Girl Game of the Year. Make sure to read that script that my agent sent over to you. Yes, of, of, of course. <laughs> um... Do, do, do I need to do the the voice like you're you're doing, Gamer Girl, or...? Just be yourself, like I'm always myself, right now, the way that the lab technicians created me. Oh, of, of course. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> um, oh, Gamer Girl, I don't know anything about the latest games. I'm such a shrimp. How about we turn this to multiplayer mode and... Bring our lovely listeners to help out. That sounds like a totally radical idea. Let's get your listeners as player two. But no boys can vote. And also, nobody off the gender binary, because we don't have enough of a market to fund advertising to their demographic. <laughs> Once you listen to our list of contestants, make sure to button mash over to our Twitter account to vote on your favorite game of the year. Awesome! Are you ready to listen to this year's contestants for the Game Girl Game of the Year? Okay, yeah. First off, Sekiro was one of the hottest games for only the most top-tier players, 
It came from the same tubular creators from the Dark Souls series, so you know it's legit and can't quit. But sorry gamers, this game isn't on the Game Girl exclusive list for Game of the Year. Why? Because the Game Girl magazine sponsors are giving a KO to violence. We're going to stop bullying this year by banning all talk of violent games on our platform. So instead, our contender is this year's hottest game, Pester Chums Volumes 1 and 2. Elizabeth, can you tell us everything you know about this hot set of games? Uh... Oh no. Hopefully, you watched our promotional material before you started recording today. I... I... I did, um... My agent should have sent it over to you. I did watch that ahead of time? Well, give us a review, dummy. Let's, Let's see... Is that the Pesto Quest, John and Rose? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that one has John and Rose in it, and they're there, and you can talk to them and be friends with them, and you're, you're magic. I wasn't really sure. Powers of... T- uh, yeah, S- uh, something like that. Good, good art. Um, I liked the art. For sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Radical. Is that the end of your review? Yes. Cool. I'm going to tell our listeners about the second game that can be on our list of Game of the Year. Please do. So Death Stranding has been in development heck for as long as I've been alive, but it finally came out this year with a bang. I don't actually know what it's about because it seems boring, so we're going to throw it straight into the garbage. While I'm taking out the trash, Elizabeth, can you tell our high scorers about an oldie but a goodie, friend sim? Uh, 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 gamer girl? It's actually game girl. A game girl? Game girl. Uh, I I apologize, game girl. Game girl. Are you not allowed to say hell? No, our sponsors don't allow me to say curse words in front of this specific demographic. Would would you get in trouble if I swore in, in these very nice reviews? I wouldn't want to. No, it's alright. You have free will and you can do whatever the fork you want. Oh, well, that's a comfort. I do have free will, yes. I also have skin. I'm glad. It really does a great job of just holding everything together, doesn't it? It keeps all of my organs inside my body. Yeah, it it does that for most people. Me too. And it lets me play some tubular games. Yeah, that's important. Like my game brain. Your your game brain. Uh, so anyway, uh, the, the uh, friend sim, there's some characters who are trolls, and you interact with them, and they seem nice, and you're friends. Is that the end of your tubular review? Uh, yes, you know, I would really I would really have to play these games to get a full review. Elizabeth, are you saying you haven't played these games? Are you a scrub? You know, out of the two parts, the game part and the girl part, there is one I've really connected with and it is not the game part. But, you know, you came all this way to interview me, so uh, I'm doing my best. I appreciate your tenacity, girl. I'm going to give you a fist bump. 
thanks. I I will fist bump you back. Just don't touch my skin for too long. It's a little irradiated. Great. It's because of all that Mountain Dew I drink. Anyway, do you want to hear about the next game that is on our list? Yes. Yes. Awesome. The Outer Worlds with this year's Dark Horse, like Link's Horse Epona. It's a fun space game that lets you explore worlds and recruit a colorful cast of characters to your team. But unfortunately, it's been disqualified because the Game Girl CEO called it a game for snowflakes on Twitter. Talk about a game over. So in its place, we're pulling another old game off from the shelf. It's Hive Swap Volume 1. Elizabeth, give us the 411 on this classic. Well, it is a point-and-click Homestuck game, and it seems very exciting, and you go on an adventure. The other two were more oriented towards, like, friendship and nice things like that. This one seems to be more of an adventure game. If you like adventure games, this might be for you. Haha, <laughs> awesome! I love adventure games because I am a game girl, and I know how to play all the games and get all the high scores! Good for you, that must have taken a while. It does, it took almost my whole life. Uh, how long was that? A time! Anyway, are you ready to hear the last game on our list? I am. This last one is for all you Nintendo fans out there. It's Luigi's Mansion 3. I ain't afraid of no ghost, but I am afraid of copyright takedowns, so this game isn't going to be on our list this time. Instead, Elizabeth is going to tell you all about this hot new game called Spurb. You might have read about it on that icky Game Bro magazine, which I legally have to inform you is our parent company. Uh, people are going to be playing Spurb? Yeah! Um, you know, I've heard some things about this game. I'm not sure if it's a good idea for people to play it. You're right, Elizabeth. It's a very hard game to play on your own, which means you have to have at least one or two buddies to play along with you. So, do you want to play Spurb together with me, Elizabeth? Um, you know, I think I'm gonna have to decline. Oh. Just, you know... Is your server just all full, chock full of gamers? Yeah. I could beat everybody in your server. And no. then we could play together. Especially if they're boys, I could beat any boy at any video game. You know, game girl, it's been really great talking to you, but... Oh, look at the time! I think it's just about up. Yeah, you're right. It's almost time for me to go back in my cage. Yeah! All right, everyone. We're going to be putting the vote up on Twitter right now. Make sure to Pokemon go to the polls and vote for Game Girl's Game of the Year. We'll see you next time for sure. I've got a jet because I've got so many games to play. But remember, girls, you're just as good as any Game Boy. In fact, you're better than them, because if you're not as good as a boy in one single aspect of your life, then the boys win, and we don't care about you. Everything every girl says and does makes an example about the rest of us, so make sure not to get an epic fail! See you all next time! Liz. Liz, are you back? Yeah, sorry, I was playing Luigi's Mansion 3. Oh, thank God. Um, I need you to do me a favor, look out your window right now. 
Are there any meteors? Um, what would you consider a meteor? <sighs> we do need to finish recording this episode, but we might have a problem. It looks very slow moving, so I think we're going to be okay. Okay. Will I have time to finish Luigi's Mansion? Um, I'm on the eighth floor. You you can continue Luigi's Mansion, but if it gets to be too long, I might have to throw a bathtub through your wall to get your attention. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway, we need to talk about the two people that Kanaya talked to that we don't know. We don't know their names. We don't know anything about them. No, we don't. Elizabeth, do you know anything about them? Have you ever heard of these people? I think they're sea dwellers, and that is it. You haven't seen any fan art? You haven't, like, seen their- Have you seen their typing quirks before? No. No. No, like, I haven't seen anything about them. That seems a little weird. Like, I knew at least a bit about a lot of the Trolls Day. I, like, you know, I would- I'll see, like, a troll lineup, and I'll be able to pick the ones I know out of it, and I don't know. It's- it's weird. One thing I will say is that one of these- I won't say which character- but one of these characters, like, during the heyday of Homestuck, was the fan favorite. Everybody loved them so much. And right now, like, I don't really see any of their fans coming out anymore. I never see anybody talking about them. And I'm fine with that, because I'm not really a big fan of them. Like, now everybody's favorite is, like, you know, like, Vriska or Karkat or Terezi or Kanaya or something. Like, one of the, the trolls that you always see pop up. Nobody that I, like, talk to is like, this one's my favorite still. That makes sense. I didn't like them a ton. I didn't like either of them that much. Let's talk about Squiggly Line first. I keep seeing that and thinking it's a hieroglyphic. It's the Aquarius symbol. The deep purple text. Talking about being Moirail zoned. What's your impression of them? Do not like No, no, I didn't like him. I'm I'm just gonna say him. Yeah, it's him. He gives off those fuckboy vibes. Yes, he really does. I mean, first of all, he also seems to have that personality trait that's like doomsday device or whatever, although it isn't technically a doomsday device. He only is like making something that will kill all land dwellers. It's a genocide device? Yeah, he's he kind of sucks. Yeah, exactly. Just from that, don't really like him. And Kanaya is just playing him like a fiddle. Kanaya knows how to talk to everybody. <laughs> she really does. Oh my god, I love her. Also, he was sort of threatening her and talking about, like, blood purity and whatever. And seemed to think that it was Kanaya's responsibility to, like, fix their relationship. He was like, it's your job, which is a little weird. Yeah, and I I just love Kanaya, though, because she's just like, it's just laborious listening to this. I'm sorry. None of it matters. This doesn't mean anything. <laughs> hmm. That's interesting. I don't care, because none of it matters, because the world's going to end. So that's fun. And then what about the other one, which I will tell you is a girl? Uh, let's see. I will say, you would think that her quirk is harder to read, but I actually tripped myself up more on the other guys. 
Yeah, you were tripping up. I think I was, like, also trying to do the voice. <laughs> like, that was what was fucking me up the most. That's true. This one was... I guess not as bad, but I still didn't like her. She's so, like, happy and bubbly. You, like, start to get, like, okay, okay, I, I get this one. And then she drops the R word. <laughs> Just, like, out of nowhere. Like, okay. Thanks. Great. It's a little weird. She seems to think a lot of herself, I would say. And, you know, like, Kanayo is saying, like, I wonder if any other kid on the planet has as many burdens in the fire as you. <laughs> sort of mixing your metaphors there. Knowing CC, a lot of all of that is kind of justified on her end. Like, she's, she's not just tweaking out of her ass here. Okay. She does have, like, a lot more responsibility than everybody else, and it's also like, uh, you'll see. I mean, her troll tag is Cuttlefish Kohler. Yeah! So, I'm just wondering if that has something to do with it. Culling is a very important part of troll culture. Uh-huh. Hey, Elizabeth, uh, you're the linguist. What does culling mean? You know... Uh, killing, but mostly it's, um... Murder. For, yeah, you know, it's just kind of murder. When you've got, like, a rose bush, and, like, one of the rose petals dies, and you're like, okay, well, I gotta snip off this rose petal so that the plant doesn't give more nutrients to the dead petal. It's like that. Except you're doing it with, like, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you probably shouldn't be doing it with people. <laughs> No, you shouldn't be doing it with people, I would say. Oh, Elizabeth, this is going to sound very hippie of me, but I feel like every person has some kind of value to the community, even if it doesn't seem like it at first. Oh, you know what? It might sound hippie of me, but I agree, so... Oh, you fucking snowflake? Yeah, I am not a game girl. I am a snowflake, <laughs> and I believe sapient life has inherent value and all of that, I know, kind of out there. She has an important responsibility, I guess. When we meet her, I don't actually know if you're going to like her more or less. Hmm. Really? Like, I know we don't talk about the typing quirks a lot. Uh-huh. But her typing quirk... I mean, it took you a minute to figure out that those were H's. Yes, it did. Whenever there's a capital E, she puts at least, like, a couple of dashes in front of it, because it's like a trident. Yes, I was just noticing that. Isn't that cute, though? <laughs> it, it's... If it was just that, that would be cute. You know, it's sort of cute, just <gasps> like a... I'm sorry, I just remembered Pashoos. <laughs> Yes. Fuck off, cuttlefish color. We gotta talk about Pashoos. Yes. Oh my god. Riska was so mean to Tavros this time. She was. I was cut. She's just- I hated her so much this time. She's just nasty. She got us a little bit on her side last time, but- Oh, man. You called Tavros the C word like three times. That was just- painful. She's the one that paralyzed him. <laughs> yeah, and then she was fucking expecting him to apologize for it? Like, 
<laughs> she's awful. Oh, she's so awful. And she just built a bunch of fucking stairs and she's like, you should climb up these stairs. Oh, it'll make you stronger. Come on. Oh, Briska. Oh, God. Uh, ah. Are you okay over there? No. Okay. Fine. Sorry I asked. Not okay. Elizabeth, come on. You need to apologize for being upset. Oh my god. Oh, it's fine. Totally fine. Yeah, apologize for being upset. No. I do like how Tavra said no to that. Yes! Apologize for being paralyzed, and he's like, I'm not gonna do that. (laughs) No, I don't want to. And then she was just like shaking his wheelchair around. That's a plot hole. You you pointed out that is a plot hole. I'm so proud of you. Okay, I was, yeah, I was thinking that technically you can't use Spurb or whatever it's called with the trolls scrub, I think. It's, it's scrub. Yes, scrub. You can't select people, but I think what Vriska is doing is grabbing Tavos's wheelchair. No, Elizabeth, because remember, there was that whole specific bit where, like, John was like, oh, can you just, like, put my bed up to the gate? And then, like, Rose is like, I can't pick up the bed because you're on it. Right, you're right. So it is a plot hole. It is a plot hole. Ha-ha. <laughs> Ha-ha. We got you, Andrew Hussey. Also, there was the return of Tavos's self-esteem and inner fury. Rufio! Have you ever seen Hook? No, I have not. Was it a reference to that? Yes, there's, there's there's this whole movie called Hook. That does make sense. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. It's like Dante Basco, and that's all I know who's in it, <laughs> <laughs> because I know Dante Basco. Hey, Liz, do you want to know what it made me think of instead? What? So, in Naruto... Shut up! <laughs> Sakura has, like, this inner Sakura, like, inside her head, and it makes her willpower, like, really strong, and... It makes her really resistant to, like, attacks where you get possessed. That was what it was like in my head, but only then it didn't work, and it works in Naruto, so. No, no, Hook is a real movie. (laughs) Naruto is a real show. It wasn't talking about Naruto, you fucking asshole. I know, because of course it was talking about Hook. Let me tell you about Hook. Okay, okay, okay. Tell me about Hook. It's a movie. Wow. It's like Peter Pan, but it's like live action. That's so informative. I don't actually remember what it's about, but I know that Dante Basco is is in it, and he's Rufio? I don't know who Rufio is, actually, but (laughs) it's Dante Basco, and um, I only know it's Dante Basco because at one point, Dante Basco was like a really big fan of Homestuck, so Dante Basco had this whole Tumblr blog about, like, he, he was talking about Homestuck. And then he also made a music video where he cosplayed as the Tavros Rufio. Oh my god. He's like a very open Homestuck fan. Also, he played Zuko on Avatar The Last Airbender. He had a very good performance then. Wow. Because, you know, Zuko's just such a well-written character. Yeah. He just has a really good villain redemption arc. And basically what I'm saying with all of this is that Rufio is real. Magic is real. Rufio is real. Magic is real. And Tinkerbell is smart. Yes. And also, Kanaya just sort of popped into uh, Vriska's messages, just like, hey, 
just a friendly reminder to uh, make Tavros some ramps so he can actually get around and get up to the gate and all of that. Yeah. And then she, like, individually put all of Riska's dice in, like, a pile. <laughs> she was cleaning up Riska's room and just, like, took all of the dice scattered all around her room one by one and just put them in a little pile. <laughs> She'd trip on them less if she just picked them up off of the floor. She's doing Riska a favor. Anyway, I would ask for your character ranking now, but I feel like we do need to get to know CC and CA a little bit more. Yeah, I don't think it's really changed since last time. That's okay. I don't know, maybe Kanaya moved up a space or two, but other than that. Other than that. <gasps> Elizabeth, you know what I just realized? What? Beck is a Lucis. Oh my god. Anyway, that's all of the homesick we I have hate for you today. So much. <laughs> that's all of the homesick we have for today. Today we read through pages 2,323 through 2,365. Uh, you can read all of Homestuck on homestuck.com. And if you want or need the accessible versions, the audiobook, the version with image descriptions, both of those are linked on our Tumblr blog, lookhowsane.com. Tumblr.com. Also there, here, there, and everywhere is the transcriptions for every episode of this podcast that Elizabeth does write, where she has to translate things that I say, such as, game over. Uh, I'll probably do that in Valley Girl accent. It's the game girl. It is. She's going to be so fun to transcribe. I just can't even imagine. Don't be afraid to vote in that poll, you guys. Yes. But just the girls. <laughs> no boys allowed. Yeah, because it's the game girl. Yeah, so uh, go vote in that poll on our Twitter, which is at how underscore sane. We're gonna, you know, be talking about the game of the year next episode. Very exciting. Very exciting. Obviously, just Keep it, keep an ear out for that. Yeah. Oh, John Michael. <laughs> he did our music. Yes, and please go rate and review us on iTunes. Tell all of your friends about us. Get your friends to vote in the Twitter poll. Game of the year is so important, you know. And all, all of, all of that. It's for that brand recognition. It's for that brand. Hey. Oh. Oh. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey, I'm back. Huh. <laughs> um, so I'm coming out of my cage, and I'm doing just fine. And, yeah, so John Michael did our music. Be sure to rate and review us. I know, I, I'm sorry, Elizabeth, shilling is my life, so I'm gonna do this. Um, uh, because, you know, doing advertising is like getting a high score in a game, and that's what I'm best at. Yeah. Is is Liz there? Can can I talk to her for a second? I just need her to say one one last thing. Anyway, I'll see you two weeks from now, where we can talk about the Game Girl Game of the Year, and it'll appear in the Game Girl magazine. Just make sure to, to get your parents to call the toll-free number and subscribe to our magazine. And remember, everybody, that Vriska did nothing wrong. <laughs> Hey, Game Girl, I, I really need Liz back. I, there's, I can now see the meteors outside my window as well. 
Bye, everyone. <laughs>